reviewed the Outlaw Orchestra's making tracks, or sorry, making tracks. Yes, there's no G at the end of that. They came back to me and they did enjoy what I'd said, particularly around the sort of yin and yang, 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 yes, feel of them and, um, and the Cadillac 3, but they, they were a bit disappointed that I hadn't mentioned Blame the Horse, which is the uh, the song that comes in, it's the penultimate track, and it's um, probably the longest track on the album, actually, and they wanted me to have a look at it, so I thought, I made a bargain with them. We were not at the crossroads or anything like that. I was on my sofa with a, a, a rather nice cup of coffee. I grind my own beans, you know. Oh, I'm a grinder. Yes, only of the beans. That's <laughs> correct. And I thought I'd have a bit of a listen to it and a bit of a sort of listen along with. Listen along with Steve. Yeah, I'd rather not. I'm trying to do things I enjoy. No, fair enough. Now, let's see what we think. Do you know what? With the strumming of those... Um, those guitars. There's a bit of Ennio Morricone to begin here. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, there are no horns, but you know, you've got an approach. They've, they're preparing the way for something rather special. That's what it sounds like. Then you get the sound of a sort of, in a way, late 60s um, blues feel with a bit of castanet style action in there. This is getting interesting. Actually, it then confounds because it starts to arrive and then you've got some female vocals in there, uh, backing vocals, a little bit solely. Sounds a little bit yacht, yacht rock when they start. But the vocal has a sort of um, rough barroom blues and a bit of a, a sort of um, a sort of Irish sing-along feel to it. Uh, I mean, they mentioned hiding a, a shamrock tattoo and all of that. It does have a sort of, with a kind of... Um, a kind of punk edge to it. It's um, It's got drama, I'll tell you that. I will tell you that, I just did. Thank you, and thank you for reminding me. Good. Well, the chorus comes back to that kind of smoothness of a sort of almost Laurel Canyon type feel. We are in a little bit of open waters. I'm not wearing a captain's hat yet, but this is on the yacht, or maybe just on the gangplank. See where it goes. Sweet and honest, though, the chorus is. Talking about blame it on the shoes. Blame it. I'll use any old excuse. It's very nice, actually. Really nice to spend a bit of time with that. Even when the guitar eases in and gives us a bit of a, a Southern American feel to, you know, Southern rock feel to that, it, it does have an openness and a smoothness, which is a bit yachty. I'm really enjoying this. It has a middle section, though, where the guitars become more insistent and they seem to get louder and they seem to be ascending and you got under that uh, a female solely backing vocal which just adds to that warmth then it stops and back again for a rather what sounds like is going to be a burning guitar solo let's just see actually it doesn't do that it's modulated it's reined in it repeats a phrase which is really effective adds a bit of sort of echoing dust bowl feel to it then down to a nice sort of pleading guitar well that gentle rounded feeling with the with the backing vocals comes back and that takes us home nicely well i hold my hands up not for too long it, it starts to hurt my neck but i shouldn't have ignored this track i didn't ignore it it was just that i can't mention everything but they were right 
this track is a centerpiece in a way. Goes to a lot of different, goes to a lot of different places. Goes to a lot of different changes. Always comes back to that warmth though, and that sort of yacht rock Laurel Canyon feel. I really like that. It's unlike anything else on this album, and they were right to make me go back to it. I feel upbraided, but I also feel uplifted. That's nice, isn't it? Ta ta.